right, so this week we chose the topic of fatal friends. Yep, friends you don't want. <laughs> Which hopefully that's not Kayla and I. Please don't kill me, Kayla. Definitely not. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to kill you because it takes way too much effort. And also I don't have a reason. And, and also you're like the only friend that I have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like who would I talk to? <laughs> what would I do? <laughs> but, okay, you're first this week. Yeah, I don't know who I would bitch to for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a very nice bitching session before this. Yeah, very good, very good. Much needed. Yeah, I feel the stress relieving. <laughs> okay, well, I took your recommendation, and I'm going to do Michelle Missy Avila. Ooh, I like this case. It was a pretty good one. I researched it, and then I went, mm, let me see if there's something else, but there's really not. <laughs> yeah, and how do you search, like, friends who kill friends? I tried so many different ways, I and all I got so was Skylar Niece. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's a popular one. Yeah. Okay, well, Michelle Missy Avila was born February 8th, 1968. I hope that's right. It's either the 8th or the 18th, and I just forgot the one. Yeah. February 1968. Old. Um, she was murdered October 2nd, 1985, at the age of 17. Oh, yes just a young baby yeah um i found another one where somebody was murdered at 12 jesus but they really don't fought well like a 14 and 15 year old killed her still oh i know i don't know i don't know (laughs) uh but they don't really count as friends so i couldn't do it no this was of course in los angeles california where all the crazies are l.a so Skylar and uh, Karen Severson have been or had been best friends since the age of eight. Wait, Skylar or Missy? Huh? You said Skylar. Whatever, and- Missy. <laughs> Missy, Skylar, whatever. I don't know why I keep getting them confused, and I'm like, I don't even know anything about your case. <laughs> Missy and Karen. Okay. Because I was searching, it, I was searching for Karen's name in my document. <laughs> <laughs> Missy and Karen had been friends since the age of eight. They actually started to grow apart when they entered high school. That's normal. Well, yeah. Where Missy started spending more of her time with boys and less of her time with Karen, but she was also considered more popular and more attractive than Karen. So Karen was jealous. Hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't. I just feel like that's a natural thing. Like, you just stop. Like, friends that you were friends with in middle school, you typically don't carry on to high school. That's really sad to say, but. I did. Oh, I did not. I had a group of one, two, three, four different girlfriends, and I met them in middle. Actually, I met some of them. In elementary school, mm-hmm. I met two of them in middle school, and then, yeah, we were still friends growing up into high school. They were very, very different people. Yeah. So, like, we didn't all hang out together, but I still, like, stayed friends oh, with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still I'm had, actually still like, friends with a lot of them today, but we don't really talk. Yeah, I still had, like, childhood friends, but they, like, the people that I spent every day with in middle school weren't the same people I spent every day with in high school. I'm still friends with the middle school friends, but it way like my sleepover girls changed. 
Yeah, I guess mine kind of did, but mostly didn't because we also did like the same things. Like I mm-hmm. added more people to my group because I was in like ROTC and shit. Ew. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> so my dad made me do it. I didn't want to do it. My dad made me do it. And oh. it was actually really nice. There are a lot of nice people. There's a lot of people that I made friends with that I am acquaintances with today. Oh, on wow. On Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. Like, so you've never talked to them. You just like a random photo here and there. I don't really like too much shit on Instagram, actually. There you go. I don't like most people's things. Like, actually, like, I don't heart most people's things. Okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, like, I just heart. keep them on Instagram to, like, creep keep a point of contact, but no, we don't oh. We don't talk, really. I do it to creep and say, huh, yeah, my life is way better than yours. Bye. Oh, I don't say that. I don't do <laughs> anything. <laughs> I do nothing. Nothing about my life can be considered better than yours. Feels good sometimes to be like, oh, you're still doing the same shit we were doing when we were 18. Cool. Oh, see... Okay, I cut a lot of people that were doing that, like, that were still doing shit like that. Like, I keep track of my friends or, like, acquaintances or high school people, and I just see, like, where they are in their lives. Everybody seems to be growing, so I picked well. Yes, yeah. People, yeah, my people are finally done partying. Yeah, because, like, I'll look at people's stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so sweet, and it's kind of heartwarming, and then you just keep going. Oh my god! Keep it going. If if a photo or a video makes me pause, I always give it a little heart. I'm like, you did good. I do sometimes. I just don't always. You got me. I always think back to and I'm like, did I like the last thing they posted? You don't get it this time. <laughs> oh no! There's some people that I like every single thing they post. <laughs> I think I like all of yours. Yeah, I think I like all of whenever you randomly post. Yeah, I don't yours post is, that often. Yeah, yours is sporadic. Mm-hmm. Yours aren't very often either. They aren't, now. I do a lot of stories, though. So. Yeah. I don't know how to do stories, so maybe oh my give, me, God. give me a tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do half of the shit you do on your stories, and I'm like, that's cool. How do that's I do it? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, remind me. Story time after to, this. Yeah, to get a tutorial. Story anyway. time with Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> after that tangent, um... Okay, so Karen was jealous, and she started a rumor that Missy had sex with multiple guys. Uh, even if that's true, why are you doing that, girl? Yeah, like, she's supposed to be your friends. Or friend. She's supposed to be your friends. Yeah, that's just wrong. Well, that's just rude as shit. Yeah. Okay? Like, who gives a fuck? But this was the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I gotta keep that in context. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if it was true or not. I'm gonna say it's not because some of the guys that she started this rumor about had girlfriends, Mm. which led to Missy getting beat up (gasps) by the girlfriends because they believed that she slept with their boyfriends. Okay, girl, beat up your boyfriend. Why are you beating up the girl? Girls are the shit out of my girls are so mean. Oh yeah, I think I feel more comfortable comfortable beating the shit out of my boyfriend than a random girl yeah even if i thought she was a slut 
I would just be like, hey, that's disrespectful. Like, it's already hard enough for women out here. We're supposed to be on the same team. Now let me go kick my man's ass. Yeah. Like, that's what it would be. Yeah, I think even if I thought you were you were doing shit like that, I don't I don't really think I'd talk to you because what's the point? Yeah, you, you You're, have no respect for me. You so. are, if, if this is true, then you are this way, and anything that I say or do is not going to change that. That's true. So you want him, have him. But, like, yeah. I'm going to go kick his ass first. If he was worth it, I'd still have him. What? Uh, if he did that, he's not worth it. No, that's what I mean, though. Oh, 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 oh. I, oh, my God. I thought you were like, no, but if I really liked him, I'd, I'd keep him no, around. No. And I was like, Mariah, If he's no. a good dude, he wouldn't have done <laughs> he that. He wouldn't have done it, yeah. Yeah. But it was, I'm pretty sure it was just a rumor. Just yeah. fake. From so a jealous Karen, I like to refer to her. Oh my god, her her name's Karen. Her name is Karen. (laughs) I like to call her a cunt and a half. She's a Karen. Yeah, but she doesn't have like the Karen haircut. What? (laughs) She's way past a full cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Missy briefly went out with a guy named Randy. And it was only for about a month. But she broke off the relationship because he constantly partied. Same. Had a yeah. couple of those. Me too. <laughs> and guess Some of what? them are still partying. Oh, yeah. That's all they know how to do with yeah. their lives. High school was their peak. Oh, my God. Yeah, they have, people to, they have to keep reliving it. <laughs> some people definitely peaked then. Wow. Where's, I'm so mean, but... It's true. I. <laughs> <laughs> you feel fine. <laughs> My conscience is clear. <laughs> because I know I'm a bitch. Let me just brush off the shoulders. Keep going. <laughs> Some people, though, like, they yeah, can't they, let they go. <laughs> yeah. High school is a hell of a time, man. Uh, yeah, if you're not level-headed. <laughs> I sh- you gotta keep going. Life goes yeah. on. You gotta move with it. I may not like where shit's going. I still go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like. I don't like when people keep doing the same thing over and over, even though, like, they should have outgrown it. And I guess that's probably part of my issues because my my biological mother does that. Yeah. No, I feel you. Like, she's, what, I'm, I'm 28, so she's well older than me, and, like, she probably still acts like she's in high school. 18, yeah. Yeah, and jumps from guy to guy to girl to guy. Reliving those glory days. She's never single. She always parties. I'm pretty sure she's in jail. Oh. I don't know. Wait, hold on. I think the biggest takeaway out of that is that you're 28. Whoa. You're like Whoa. Ancient. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I used to be the youngest of my friend group. And now you're the oldest. No, I'm not the oldest. I'm I am from uh, yes, from you. You're 24. <laughs> I have another friend that's 24, 25. 
But other than that, Freeze is 32. He doesn't count. Or 31, I'm really sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't count? <laughs> uh, Kurt is 30 at least. Ted? I think Ted is like 40. 48. <laughs> Shout out Ted! <laughs> um, Old. <laughs> yeah, Ted's probably the oldest. Uh, Travis is thirty. Old. Travis is thirty. Aw, Stephen turns thirty this year. Yeah. Uh, all of all my like high school friends are around my age. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, between us, you're definitely the oldest. Excuse me. And Excuse Morgan. Morgan's younger me. than me, I think. Is she? Mm-hmm. I think she's 23. Dang. I don't know. All you youngins. Anyway, now that we're past this age difference between us. Have you let it go? No. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> I guess, for now. <laughs> uh, okay, she started dating a guy. She broke up with him because he's an excessive partier. And then immediately after, he started dating Karen. And hmm. him and Karen moved in together. Funny how that works. I don't think that's a good friend in general. No. Like, that's a horrible friend. Forget about the rumor. Like, I mean, well, I get they only dated for a month. So, like, I feel like I'd be okay with that. If I dated someone for a month and then... If Karen asked. But Karen doesn't seem like the kind of girl that's like, Hey, I know you just broke up with this guy, but I really like him. Is it okay? Yeah, that's fair. I'm coming at it from, like, a respectful point of view, but we've already created rumors about our best friend, so maybe we're not that respectful. Mm Mm-hmm. Karen. Uh, Okay, so they moved in together, Karen and Randy. Randy. Uh, Karen also told Missy's mom that she witnessed Randy pulling Missy onto his lap, and this is while Karen and Randy were together. But Missy told Randy that she did not want to rekindle their relationship and then informed Karen that she should break up with him. Yeah, you should. Good friend Missy, bad friend Karen, gets mad at Missy. Missy. Yeah. Karen got mad, and then she stopped talking to Missy altogether, which, you know, you should have just left it at that, girl. Yeah, just let that, let it fizzle out. Just run its course. Ten days prior to her murder, Karen and Missy got into a physical fight, and Karen threatened Missy with a broken beer bottle in a local park. And then she pushed and slapped her. Yeah, that's not your friend. Uh, no. I think if you came at me with a broken beer bottle, like, I guess it depends on how I feel. Like, if I'm actually scared of you, but if I'm not scared of you, I'm probably gonna slap the shit out of you. I just think that friends don't hit friends. Well, yeah. No matter what. Well, okay, and, and they definitely point, don't threaten each other with beer bottles. No, especially not but, over some fucking guy. Yeah. But they're not friends right now, right? Because yeah. Karen stopped being, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Karen. And I'm Missy, assuming we hate Karen. I don't like Karen. Karen is just a fucking Karen. <laughs> Shout out to the Karens that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you, think we, you think we have any Karens listening? Maybe one. You think so? I just know that we love you. You're not yeah. this Karen. Yeah, you probably have a really good personality. Yeah. You probably go by your middle name. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Kayla. 
Amber Dude. is a perfectly fine name. <laughs> it's just so tainted by the memes now. Is, I feel bad for like the tainted. nice Karens out there. I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just gonna add fuel to the fire. So sorry, Karen. <laughs> um, October second, nineteen eighty-five, which is the day of her murder. Missy told her mom that she was going out with a girl from school named Laura Doyle. Doyle? Doyle. Doyle's rule! Not this one. No, they don't. They're actually the boys in most movies. Oh, yeah, that's, they are, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Well, she was a bully, so... <laughs> Four hours later, Laura called Missy's mom and asked to speak with Missy. And Missy's mother was like... Laura, she went out with you. She's with you, ho. (laughs) Uh, Laura told Missy's mother that she dropped Missy off with three guys and then went to get gas. And when she came back, Missy and the three guys were gone. (gasps) Hmm. Okay. I guess. I mean, my friends never dropped me off with three guys like that, but... yeah. I, I wouldn't let my friend drop me off with three guys like yeah, that. Yeah, you going to the gas station? <laughs> me too. Let's get a well, chocolate let's milk. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, October 5th, 1985, hikers found Missy's body face down in a stream in Angeles National Forest. She was forcibly drowned in either six <gasps> or eight inches of water. Her hair had been cut and or ripped out. And a four-foot log was placed on top of her body. That's demonic. To forcibly drown someone? Jesus. Well, okay, no matter what the hell is going on with your, like, little high school brains. How do you think that, like, drowning someone, even if it's just temporarily, like, how do you think that's okay? Yeah. That is not cool in any sense whatsoever. Like, drowning is just so personal, too. Like, it takes a long time for someone to drown. Like, not 20 seconds like in the movies. Same thing, like, when people get strangled. That takes a long-ass time that you're just looking at this person dying. Well, even then, like, even after the person, like, passes out, they're not dead. They're not, yeah, they're not dead. So, like, you, you can, like, if you made a mistake... I'm not sure if I'd call that a mistake, but if you <laughs> fucked up there, you still have time yeah. to save this person. Yeah, that's just very personal. Like you, yeah, you have to want this person dead. Mm-hmm. In the you, hair. You, ha- you have to. Well, girls are bitches. Weird. Her yeah. hair was apparently, like, down to her waist. Oh. So, like, I guess she had long, pretty hair. So you cut off her identity or whatever. I guess, but, like, that's such a girl thing to do. Personal. So personal. Yeah, girls are all about the hair. What's wrong with us? I do like Keep my hair. that shit close. Personal, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to learn a little bit about Karen? I guess. Uh, she attended Missy's funeral. So did Laura. Uh, both Missy and oh, whew, whew, whew. <coughs> both Karen and I mean Laura, Missy was there. Yeah, both Karen <laughs> and both Karen and Laura gave Missy's mom a sympathy card with twenty dollars. Your daughter died 
buy us, but you don't know that yet. But here's 20 bucks. What, wow. Why do you put money... Why do you put money in a card like that? I don't understand that. Um, so, I didn't understand it either, but when my grandma recently passed away and I went to her funeral, people did put money in the cards. And I asked my mom, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't but get it. But apparently it's to, like, help take care of funeral expenses, from what my mother said. Oh. Isn't there, like, an online... Yeah, yeah, fun yeah. that you could put it into like we we didn't I just have don't one feel of those. Like, I don't feel like people are like putting. I'm not talking about GoFundMe or anything, but I just don't feel like people are taking you know twenty or five or ten bucks yeah. from these cards at, like in cash and putting it towards the funeral expenses. Oh no, we didn't. No, it was weird. I was like, the fuck? Why is there a hundred dollars in here? And my mom was like, oh, it's top at the funeral. I was like, nice. See, a hundred dollars, I feel like That's, is substantial. Yeah. But at but least they tried. Bugs. I don't know. I'm just. I guess I'm just confused car. about the whole thing. But this sounds a lot like my case. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. 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 Where they're just playing it cool, like mm, we so sad. Well, she's not really playing it cool. Um. Oh, just wait. Karen moved in with Missy's mom for a little while and became her, quote, surrogate daughter. The fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. Um, Karen stated that she did this so that she could remain close to the investigation and see what suspects and evidence they had gained. Kind of smart. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Karen was also obsessed with the murder and visited Missy's grave multiple times a week. She covered her walls in newspaper clippings of the crime and pictures of Missy. Uh, she visited the creek where Missy's body was found multiple times. And she even at one point told Missy's mother that she would see Missy's ghost. And that is what we call guilt. Yeah. Um, another source actually stated that Karen slept in Missy's room and wore her clothes. That's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, all of this is very fucked up, but yeah. Yeah, like, you want to be a surrogate daughter, you're wearing her clothes, you're sleeping in her room, you're covering the walls with her face. Yeah. You, you had a mental break, okay? That's that's what could have yeah, happened. Yeah, guilty as fuck. A girl... Named Ava Chirambolo came forward in July 1988. So three years later. Three so her case was cold for three years? Yep. For three years they didn't have any evidence. Dang. And I think after Karen saw Missy's ghost, she moved out of the Avila house. And I just kind of feel like it's because the case went cold. Yeah. She knew she wasn't going to get caught anymore, so why waste your time? Yeah. But then three years later, someone came forward and told police about the murder. Karen Severson and Laura Doyle had lured Missy into the woods and yelled at her basically about being a whore. They accused her of having sex with their boyfriends. And they told her that she had messed up too many relationships. Let's keep in mind, you have the gall to yell at this girl about being promiscuous when you've started these rumors. Yeah. You know for a fact it's not true. Did you just, like, believe them yourself? You created and them. 
it takes two to tango. So, like, are we going to, like, yell at these boys, too? Well, no. Only boys are just being boys. They can't yeah. do anything wrong. It's just locker room talk. God. I feel like I want to slap myself for saying that. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's disgusting. I hate that. We should cover the, uh, that, uh, football rape case. You know what I'm talking about? Swim. Brock Turner. I don't know. I don't know their names. Uh, Multiple? I just know. Uh, I think so. It was, they were, I think it's in Georgia. I could be wrong, though. The white boys on the football team, the fucking stars of the town, uh, just raped some girls and put a bunch of shit on Facebook, and they got away scot-free. Nope, I, yeah, I know this case. Yeah, we should cover that at one point. I was thinking about the one where the swimmer, Brock Turner, raped that girl behind the dumpster and got three months in jail because it would, quote, ruin his career prospects. It should. She has a really great book that we'll link, and it's called Know My Name. So we'll link that because it's so good. It would ruin his career prospects, really. It should. As it should. He shouldn't have a life. He shouldn't have anything going for him. He fucked up. He should admit that. He's a Publicly. horrible, disgusting human being. And but you know luckily, what? If he fucked up his career because of it, then good. Actions have consequences. The public knows his name, and they know his face, and do not fucking hire that nasty, disgusting man. And he's a swimmer? Yeah, and so, like, um, I want to say Stanford. Could be wrong on that. But, like, in all of the bottom of the articles, they would be like, yeah, he was just such a promising swimmer. And then they would post, like, his swim times. It's like, he fucking raped someone. I could give a fuck less if he was the president of the fucking United States. Yeah. Like, he raped someone. Oh, Let me wait, guess. but apparently the world doesn't care. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. See, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that that happens. Yep. Uh, but if I go fucking crazy because of that and I beat the crap out of the dude, then I'm definitely going to jail. You're a problem. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, there's problems. Yeah, it's horrible. Hmm, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, if you sit here and tell me that you came from one of these Ivy League schools, I know it's supposed to be good and it's supposed to say that you have, like, commitment and, like, you're really smart and you study and you pay attention. That's not what that says to me. It says to me that you're corrupt. That's what yeah. it tells me, personally. It tells me that you either worked really hard or mommy and daddy paid for it and typically it's the latter. Working those knees. Okay, well- <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, so they told Missy that she messed up too many relationships. Uh, they held her face down into the water. And then they got a four-foot, 100-pound log together and placed it on top of her body to hold her underwater. <gasps> gosh that is excessive yeah that is so much work so much work there's way too much anger in this yeah i just think that's disgusting yeah you're just being fueled by anger at this point because no logical person is gonna keep going like this you're just not 
So, originally Karen and Laura were charged with first-degree murder, but they ended up being convicted of second-degree murder in March of 1990. Both were sentenced to 15 years to life in prison. The jury was not convinced that the two had planned to kill Missy, and they rejected the first-degree murder charge. They lured her into the woods. Well, it's also because Karen had testified that she only wanted to torment Missy and that things got, quote, out of hand. No shit, Karen. You killed someone. And I'm sorry, but, like, okay, here's the other thing. She should be charged with first-degree murder because if you rob a place at gunpoint, you should logically think that someone could get hurt or die. Therefore, if someone did... You are liable. Even if yeah. you didn't mean to, quote, kill them, you did. And yeah, logically, you should murder. have assumed that that would happen. Therefore, if you're luring someone into the woods and plan to, quote, torment this person in the woods by drowning her, you should logically assume that you could kill her and be charged with premeditated murder. You should. It's yeah, a direct causation of what you're doing. You are liable. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know the difference between... Well, I mean, I guess the difference between first degree and second degree is you plan to kill her. Yeah, premeditation. Uh, uh, I you, mean... You, you premeditated 90% of it, if not just, all of it. They had really good lawyers. Because you can argue... I can see both sides of, like, we lured her into the woods... And we're going to kill her. Like, yeah, you lured her into the woods and she died. That that should be premeditation. You took her somewhere where other people weren't. Premeditation. Yeah, why do but you have to take second, her out there if you're just going to torment her and yell at her? And maybe I hit her? also see how the jury could look at that and say, oh, well, they were just, like, being stupid teens and they just wanted to torment her. We should But not, do I agree? We should not no. create... That That kind of mentality. We should not create that kind of mentality. Oh, they're just young teenagers. They didn't know. Yeah. Set a fucking precedent. That's how other teenagers know. I can't kill my friend because I'm jealous of her. Make an example out of them. But if it wasn't logic before, it can be logic in the future. No, I agree. It should have been first degree. But in the eyes of the law, does everything make sense? No. (laughs) No. And is everything correct? God, no. Yeah. And just... God, no. <laughs> here, here. Do you know how long they served? Mm-hmm. Karen Severson was released from prison on December 9th, 2011, after serving 23 and a half years. And Laura Doyle was released from prison on December uh, in December 2012, after serving 22 years. Well, I don't agree with that, so. Yeah, they're out. Roaming around, hanging out, making new friends. Mm. (laughs) Probably not, though. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I have a very conflicting view because I'm a firm believer that most people can be rehabilitated and, like, you shouldn't send them to prison for life. But then I'm also, like, so you're essentially saying that Missy's life was worth 22 years. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. It was worth a lot more than that. Karen started promoting her memoir about the murder and her prison experience. Um, It's really important to note that Amazon only gave the book two stars. That, she shouldn't make any money off of that. Well, 
you are absolutely correct and i don't think she's making money because people aren't buying it and they're not liking it if they are but also she made a deal to have a film produced oh my god the 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 balls on this woman yeah like she doesn't fucking care no that she killed somebody um but missy's family sued her in 2015 and then california passed missy's law which would require entities who are helping publish works made by criminals to contact the victim's family about said works. Good. So you did something you. right there. Karen. Criminal justice system. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Well, that's Karen. California. Yeah, fuck them all. Uh, the case inspired a book, a movie, a documentary, and was featured on two separate true crime shows, and the case was featured on Dr. Phil. Huh. Yeah. Which you can watch if you want, but, like, it's pointless. She, like, fakes tears, and she, like, sobs, and she's like, even though I didn't kill her with my own hands, like, my heart killed her because I didn't go back and help her. Like, bitch, you held her. Okay, first of all. You held her down. Four foot, 100 pound log. You had to help put this over her. You killed her with your own hands. You knew what was going to happen. You killed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that lady. If you don't want to be friends with her, don't be friends with her. You don't have to kill her. But, like, what? Maybe pick pick better boys. Or maybe just don't be a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Literally. Don't forget the half. And a half. Well, thanks. That was a horrible case. Oh, no, wait. I'm not done. You're not done? You're going to love this part. <clears throat> Karen now tours schools to talk to kids about not making the same mistakes she did. Wow, Karen. A Thank real you. role model, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm That's pretty sure kids understand not to kill their fucking friends. That's why there's not that many cases about fatal friends. That's who I want to teach my kids. I would revolt if I was a parent at that school. If she came, my kid would not be going to school. I would, oh, I would have very choice words. <laughs> you know what? She just wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be there. Yeah, I'd throw a fit. A big fit. <clears throat> now I'm done. <laughs> pull out that white lady shit and throw a fit on him. i turn into a Karen. <laughs> well... Bravo. Golf clap. Bravo. That's horrible. Yeah. You ready for some more horribleness? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, that's you got? Justin. Well, <clears throat> well. <laughs> like you said, I'm covering Skylar Niece. And you said you didn't know anything? Mm-mm. I don't really know anything about it. Well, here we go. I hate teenage girls. Yeah. It was already hard enough to make friends with teenage girls in the first place. And now I now I have to worry about if I ever have a daughter, her not being murdered. Like, the fuck? <laughs> no, 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 no. So when did your case happen? What year? Uh, 96 is when she was born. 2012 is when she was murdered. Oh, God. So she's my age. <laughs> oh. I was born in 96. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah. So, 
Skylar Annette Neese was born on February 10th, 1996, and I just gotta interject here because my dog's birthday is February 6th. Hmm. <laughs> I love my dog. Gotta Which make one? the jokes while we can get him in, Ezra. The big one Ooh. that we always hear. Ezra, where you at? He's out of here today, thank goodness. <laughs> She was the only child of David and Mary Niece, and she was described as a lively young woman with a bright future. She was a high achiever, excelling in every subject in school with a 4.0 GPA, might I am. Dang. She loved to read, was active on her social media accounts, and never missed a day of work at her part-time job at Wendy's. So she's, uh, she's a good girl. Yeah, she's wholesome. Uh, she lived in Star City, West Virginia, and dreamed of one day becoming a criminal lawyer and settling down and starting a family of her own. It uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, um, Murder on the High Bridge. Liberty wanted to be a defense lawyer. I don't know what happened with that guy that they arrested. I know, we need to do a quick update. Maybe that'll be like a mini-sode or something coming up. So one of her closest friends was another young girl named Sheila Eddy. Mm-hmm. was also an only child, and the two had been friends from a very young age. So do not maintain your friendship with your childhood friend. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this. Like, maybe it's good that, like, we just fall out. It just runs its course, man. Once they were in high school, the two girls quickly bonded with a third girl named Rachel Schof, and the trio mm. were soon attached at the hip. Mm. They were described by many as being inseparable, and they called themselves the Three Musketeers. I'm really sorry, but when you add a third person to the mix, like, two of those people are going to be closer than the rest of them. Yeah, it starts to get a little messy. Especially Mm -hmm. with with teenage girls who typically are more emotional than the average woman. Yeah. Well... I don't know about nowadays, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. If you think I'm emotional now, you should have seen me at fucking 16. No, I'm not talking about you. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, uh, general population of females in, like, around your age and my Uh age, they really cannot handle their emotions. And you can see that through their Facebook posts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's why I deleted it. (laughs) But the trio quickly gained what some sources called a rowdy reputation. Honestly, to me, though, it just sounds like normal high school shit. Mm -hmm. So they would sneak out after curfew. They went to parties, drank alcohol, kissed boys, and even experimented with some drugs. How dare you kiss a boy? How dare you? This is shit I did in high school. So when I was reading this, I was like, what? <laughs> rowdy. Oh my god, did people call me rowdy? Well, no, because nobody knew. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the girls also extensively documented their friendship on social media, particularly Mm-mm. Twitter, which was all the rage during this time. I feel like if you're excessively documenting things, it's the opposite of how you're portraying it. Yes. So, uh... 
Well, on May 31st, 2012, Skylar posted, quote, You're a two-faced bitch and obviously fucking stupid if you thought I wouldn't find out. And then she later tweeted mm. that same day, Too bad my friends are having lives without me. I told you. I told you. You bring a third into the mix, two of them are closer than the others. I'm telling you. It just happens. It's how it works. If you can handle your emotions, you're fine with it. If you can't, it comes out on Twitter. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. (laughs) And then on the birthday of America, July 4th, 2012, Skylar tweeted, quote, it really doesn't take much to piss me off. And later saying, sick of being at fucking home. Thanks, friends. Love hanging out with you all, too. So Skylar is saying this? Skylar is saying this, yeah. Ooh, she is not taking it well. No. On July 5th, 2012, she tweeted, quote, You doing shit like this is why I can never completely trust you. Later adding, all I do is hope. Just stop being friends with them, okay? Either talk to them a hundred, like in person to their face about how you're feeling and figure that shit out or stop being friends with them. Yeah, because their friendship a, is very clearly of, going through some shit. Yes, and it's passive aggressive shit. Yeah. You're not talking to the person that you're having these feelings about. You're putting it on Twitter, hoping they see it, they think about it and go, yeah, maybe that's me. She doesn't know your perspective. No. And I think that that is a really big... That's a really good point, Kayla, is that you should just approach them. Don't make these passive-aggressive posts on social media. Listen, when I was 16, I also did these passive-aggressive little posts. And I I wish I didn't. I was the queen of passive-aggressive posting when I was in high school. Especially when I was talking about my boyfriend who partied way too much Mm -hmm. and when I was upset with my friends and I wish that I would have rather just approached these people like adults that we want to be treated like and told Mm -hmm. them what I felt like so to anyone young listening please just just talk about your feelings yeah just talk just say (laughs) this is how I'm feeling I'm not accusing you this is how I'm feeling. When you, when do, you this, do this, it makes me, it feel, makes like me this. feel this. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! We've done it! We're adults! <laughs> uh, no, and that's a good point, though. A lot of young people don't... They don't know that. Yeah. They don't think that. Yeah, it's sad. But that's also why I deleted Facebook, because every time I would I would look at it and be like, what are you feeling? And I'd be like, oh, I'll fucking tell you. Uh, yeah. No. Out. Get out. And all the posts it. I see are just like... Clearly directed at one person. Yes, yes. Unverified information. Passive-aggressive, accusational, negative. Facebook is so negative. It is, yeah. So I gotta stick to Instagram, but you gotta be, you gotta select the right pages. You have to be selective. (laughs) I am so happy with my Instagram now because I just look at it and it's like, it's either Korean or it's friends or it's people I haven't seen that are posting positive shit or it's just positive travel places. And I'm like, man, I feel good today. Yep. When I'm sad, when I'm sad, (laughs) I can get on it and be like, yay, I'm happy because this video, this kitten is so cute. And there is zero negativity. Yep. On my Instagram feed. I cleared that shit out. The only person on there that's, like, iffy is one person. Yeah. (laughs) 
And you know who that is. <laughs> so anyway, PSA for everyone. Go clear out those Instagram feeds. Mm-hmm. You'll feel much better. Oh, and yeah. trim up those friend groups, baby. You'll, you'll be da, da, fine. Da, 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 da. And yeah. if you're feeling drama, watch some reality TV. You can <laughs> at me because I know all of them. <laughs> dun, dun. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I wish they could have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> so, on July 6, 2012, Skylar arrived home from a late night shift at Wendy's, kissed her mother and father goodnight, and retreated into her bedroom. And in case you didn't guess it by the topic, some bad shit is about to happen. Because she ain't gonna sneak out, huh? Yes. So the next morning... Stay in your bed, children. (laughs) (laughs) Stay in your bed. Oh my god. Title of the episode. That's it. (laughs) Okay. The next morning, when Skylar's parents woke up, they realized she was gone. And initially, they were not too worried. Why? Well, because below Skylar's window was a bench and the window scream, so they just completely assumed that she'd snuck out, went to hang out with their friends, and hadn't returned. And this is a normal thing for Skylar. Would I be I pissed as like... fuck? Yes, but it's normal. Like, I get that kids are going to sneak out. And I guess you can't be too harsh because you want them to talk to you, but at the same time, you shouldn't have, like, a laissez-faire attitude about, yeah, I can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, I would, yeah, I would have definitely sat down on her bed and waited, and then I probably would have spanked her, even though she was 16. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She would have gotten her phone and computer and her makeup and her straightener taken away. You can air dry your hair. (laughs) (laughs) That is a nightmare for a it high is school a girl. Yes. <laughs> God, my parenting style would be just awful. Oh, but also one of her other friends, Morgan, said in an interview that Skylar would often sneak out and wouldn't come home until mid-morning. So, like, none of the friends were worried. None of the parents were worried. They were just like, this is Skylar. Uh-huh. Skylar would be changed to her bed when she went to sleep. <laughs> yes, we know how we feel will, about that. I will give you a, a, a porta potty. <laughs> you know, when you, you grew up and you had your own little potty? That's what you could use to go to the bathroom <laughs> in the middle of the night. Ma'am, oh when I God. get up at 8 o'clock in the morning, I will release your chains. <laughs> I'll release the refrigerator chain too. Um, okay, anyway, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't clear, do any of that. Yeah, we're clearly not parents. <laughs> Um, so Skylar also had an early morning shift at Wendy's and so the parents initially thought like oh you know maybe she's just like wherever she's at she's gonna go straight to work so they weren't too worried but at around 4 p.m that day Wendy's actually called her parents and asked if she was going to come in because she hasn't been in all day and again what time is she supposed to work I actually couldn't find that but Skylar never misses a day of work so the fact that she wasn't there, the parents knew something was off, and they called the fuzz. I'm not blaming the parents here at all. They did not. They didn't feel any different. Like they didn't. You know how some parents like just yeah. wake up and they just have that gut feeling, like they know. Yeah. They yeah. Didn't, they didn't feel it. They were just like, eh, normal day. Yeah, I just think that like, I guess if your child is like straight A, four point oh, a hundred percent, goes to work, never misses a day, like. 
the only thing that she does is sneak out sometimes, but you're well aware of that. But yeah, like she always comes like, back completely unfazed. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't worry either. I'd be like, nah, she knows what the heck she's doing. I kind of trust her, yeah. So I think that that was their mentality. Like, hey, we know our daughter. She does this every once in a while. She's a really good kid. Other than this, like, just move on. But yeah, I guess if, like, that's the worst thing your kid is doing is sneaking out and you know about it. But she always comes back. And yeah. she's never been arrested. And her grades don't drop. And, like, she just has, like, a level head. Like, what do you do? You're going to let it go. Because yeah. you're going to be like, well, if I give her, you know this little freedom like i'd let it go yeah i think i probably would too the star city police were actually very quick to respond to the call and they immediately began a search of her room and one of the first things that was noticed was all the personal items that skylar left behind she left behind her phone charger contact lenses toothbrush wallet and clothes all indicating that she was planning on returning home well yeah yeah, you ain't going anywhere without that cell phone charger, honey. Well, you can get that anywhere, but you're not going anywhere without that contact case. Yeah, contact. Or some solution. Toothbrush. Oh, God, toothbrush. Uh, you can get a toothbrush anywhere. Contact stuff? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. With me all the time. If I think I'm not... <laughs> if, if I think I'm going somewhere, mm Got it. Got it. <laughs> if someone's like, oh, you can stay over, and I'm like, no, I'm an adult. I have contacts. I want to brush my teeth. I like my own pajamas. I like my own bed. Jammies, I'm the gal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so obviously the very first people that the police questioned were her best friends, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel and Sheila. <laughs> um, when they were initially questioned, they denied ever seeing Skylar that night. But... Later that same day, Sheila eventually called David and Mary and was apparently sobbing as she confessed that her, Skylar, and Rachel, wow, Rachel, had all snuck out that night and drove around Star City getting high. Why are you driving and getting high? Sit down. Joyriding, bro. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> um. So, Sheila confessed that her and Rachel ended up dropping Skylar off about two blocks from the apartment complex so that Skylar would not wake up her parents when sneaking in. Okay, so she was, like, basically home. Yeah. And according to Sheila, they dropped her off at around 11.45, and neither of the girls had heard from her since. Oh, no. That's a long time. That's very, yeah. So this led the police and the parents to believe, like, maybe someone possibly abducted Skylar on her walk home. So wait, how long? Oh no, that makes sense. This is a fatal friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was I forgot what we were, were covering. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what we were covering for a second, and I was like, "How long did they wait before they said anything?" Like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Got it. Um. So the next morning on July seventh, Sheila arrived at the niece's house, and while she was there, she comforted the family. She helped with chores around the apartment. She told them that they were going to find Skylar. Not to worry. Skylar was probably just partying. Shelia, what are you doing? Bad shit. (laughs) Bad shit. (laughs) Um, So on the same day, the police told the family that they were able to gather surveillance footage from the area. And so David, Mary, and Sheila all viewed the footage together. I want to make a guess as to what happened. So yeah. they watch 
the surveillance footage. And they do not see Skylar with these two nerds. No. So. These two nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Completely uncalled for. I just didn't have anything else. Um, what they do <laughs> see, though, is that in the tape at around... I literally don't know how to say midnight 30 other than anyway as balls 30 from work now. <laughs> That's literally the only way I, I forgot say. about like, that. Balls 30. Anyway. At- wait, wait. What's the fucking, what's the reasoning behind saying that? Just because they're two O's, they look like balls? Yeah. Balls 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we're so dumb. <laughs> um, an SUV is seen pulling up behind the building, and Skylar is seen running towards it and getting in the back seat. Why are you running? Well, Australia doesn't want to get caught, so she's darting from her window over. Um, so the um. car or the SUV looked almost exactly like Sheila's car, but she denied it being hers, and they couldn't prove anything. And so, with only a grainy picture of the vehicle to go off. The police were unable to trace it, but they concluded, accurately, that it belonged to someone that Skylar knew because she willingly got in the car. Give me a picture of What's-Her-Face's car and the picture from the CCTV, and I can create you a product to tell you exactly how much alike these two are. They're the same car. Yeah. (laughs) We can analyze this. They're definitely I can get you car. a percentage or a uh, phrase that you need. Assessment. Yeah, I can. I can assess. <laughs> um, the police unfortunately refused to issue an Amber Alert for Skylar because apparently at the time Amber Alerts are only issued for quote missing children and not runaways. And so right now Skylar is. They believe she's a runaway because she willingly mm-hmm. got in the car. Okay. Okay. Well, she's 16. Mm-hmm. Even if she, like, willingly ran away, like, still put her out an Amber Alert. You would think. But remember, this is early 2012, and you're stealing my thunder because some shit happens because of this case. New laws. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mm. And, and Okay. So the case goes <laughs> cold from here. For how long? Um, July 11th is when they finally start to report again. So it's about a month. It's it's cold until they start to report mm. again. So Skylar's parents are obviously worried about their only daughter and the fact that the police are not doing anything. All right. She is their only child. Yep. And their only source of comfort at this time was Sheila. Who, Hmm. oh, by the way, spent every day at the niece's household comforting the family, telling them that Skylar was going to return home, staying in Skylar's room, crying her eyes out to the family. Meanwhile, Rachel, Skylar's other best friend, was off at church camp during this month. So she wasn't there. Yeah, she needs fucking Jesus right about now. And so on July 11th, the local news finally runs a report and the word is starting to spread about her disappearance. But also, rumors are starting to swirl. What? Even if you're not going to put out an Amber Alert, you can still put it on the news that this girl is missing. Nope, took him a month. What's the point? Yeah. I just spit everywhere. Just just lazy 
and shoddy police work. Um, one rumor is that Skylar went to a house party and overdosed on heroin. The people at the party panicked and hid her body. Uh, this rumor was Who created that rumor? Yeah, I know. No idea who, but... This was investigated and was found to not be true. Well, how, do, how do you find that out? Yeah, again, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused. And then another rumor is that Skylar ran off to North Carolina, and there was actually tips of seeing Skylar in North Carolina. And so the police went and investigated, and it turns out this was a different teenage girl who was a runaway and just looked like Skylar. And that girl was reunited with her family. Oh, good for her. Around this time in July, Rachel returned home from church camp and was finally interviewed. Okay. Interview that bitch at church camp. Go get her! Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? Um, During this interview, she was said to be extremely nervous and agitated, but denied being at a party with Skylar Claiming to the story that they only went and smoked weed together. To be fair, if I'm 16 or 17 years old and I'm being interrogated by the cops or interviewed by the police and I have snuck out oh, and yeah. partied. I'm not saying shit. I would be nervous and agitated. Yeah, and I'd lie my little ass off. Yeah. What are you talking about? I just got one with Jesus. (laughs) And so after July, no other leads are made in the case. However, for about six months, it was cold, right? Um, The police are becoming more and more suspicious of Skylar's apparent best friends. So, yeah, did they not ask them about what happened that night? Mm, That she disappeared? Like... Six months after the case, they finally start to ask them. That's like police work 101. Right? Who was she with last? Exactly. And so an example of this is they insisted that Sheila drive them the route that the girls took the night of Skylar's disappearance. She took them through tons of side streets and quiet areas, and eventually they arrived right back at Skylar's apartment. And when they asked Rachel to do the same thing... She told an entirely different story, taking main roads out of the city, driving the opposite way. Which, even if you're high, you're not going to be that far off. Well, the police told her that they could easily check her story with CCTV cameras on the main road that she said they drove. And Rachel said, quote, well, I was really high, so maybe not. Okay, but even if you're that high, like... Come on. Lie a little better. Okay, yeah, because even if you're that high, you're either going to take kind of a similar route, or at least in the same direction. Yeah. Or you're going to be like, I have no fucking clue. I literally don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to go, like, the opposite direction. Exactly. Also, during these six months, the police were able to gather the phone records of Rachel and Sheila, and it revealed that the girls were very active near an area called Blacksville around 4 a.m. the night Skylar went missing. Okay, and in 2012, you should know your phone is tracking yeah, you. exactly. 
Um, so once again, the police interviewed Rachel, and she claimed that the three girls drove to Blacksville to smoke weed, and at one point, Skylar wanted to go to her friend's house to get more drugs, so Rachel and Sheila dropped her off and didn't see her again. Well, which one is it? Did you drop her off at the apartments when you guys were done, or did you drop her off at the friend's house? And did you smoke in the car and go for a drive, or did you go to this forest and smoke weed, yeah. and then what... Because it's very different. Very different. Very different. And you guys had six months to get this shit together. Seriously. Um, (laughs) Immediately after Rachel's interview, the police re-interviewed Sheila, and she revealed a similar story, but they said that Skylar left on her own to the friend's house and that the two could not find her, so they left the party. The very next day... Sheila retracted her statement and said that the two girls did drop Skylar off at her friend's house. You just, you just, you're not going to forget that. So obviously the police are suspicious as fuck and thought that they were writing a cover-up story, but we still did not have enough evidence at this time to make any charges or arrests. Right, right. Okay, and if I'm going to lie, like... About shit like that. I am definitely going with the one where she went off on her own. Yep. Um, so on December 28th, 2012, Rachel's mental health suddenly declined. Wow. I wonder why. Holding in all that guilt. Yeah. So her mother, Patricia, made a phone call to the police stating, quote, I have an issue with a 16-year-old daughter of mine. I can't control her anymore. She's hitting us. She's cre- screaming. She's running through the neighborhood. In the background of this phone call, you can hear Rachel sobbing uncontrollably and screaming, give me the phone. Uh Uh-oh, give her the phone. Rachel was arrested, taken into custody, but she was admitted into a psychiatric unit because of her behavior. Mm -hmm. Six days later, she was discharged and immediately met with her lawyer. Was she better? I hope she was better. I'm actually not sure. Well, and that just goes to say... 16-year-old girls do not know how to handle their emotions. So if you go and kill somebody, especially someone that you're close with, and then for six months you can't get your shit together, your mental health is definitely going to decline. Yeah, You do not have the mental capacity to pull that off. No. You don't. On January 3rd, 2013, Rachel and her lawyer met with the police department. And Rachel confessed to murdering Skylar with the first words out of her mouth being, quote, we stabbed her. Okay. So obviously a little shocked. The police pushed Rachel to continue telling her story, but from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so Rachel told them that her and Sheila had planned to murder Skylar the month before her disappearance. Apparently, the girls were sitting in science class talking about how much they no longer liked Skylar and agreed that they should probably kill her. On July 6th, they filled up Sheila's car with shovels, cleaning supplies, and a change of clothes, and they hid knives in their hoodies. They called Skylar to say they were on their way to pick her up for a joyride. Okay, and see, if Skylar had just talked to these two when she was posting those passive-aggressive tweets yeah not that it's skylar's fault but no no no, i'm not saying it's her fault i'm just saying if she had talked to them instead of posting passive aggressive tweets they could have gotten to the bottom of what was going on yeah and even just to say like i don't want to be your friend anymore 
You yeah, just don't be friends with them. Throughout that entire month, all the shit's going on, right? And if they had just talked about it, they could have either fixed it or gone their separate ways yeah. and been fine. Exactly. I'm not saying it's Skylar's fault. No, at all. not at all. It's definitely these two bitches' fault. Like, how do you even get to that point? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure what you map quested, but <laughs> do not go into the fire. Um, so the three drove out to Greene County, Pennsylvania, and they pulled over into a rural area. The three girls walked into the woodlands, and on Rachel's count of three, the two girls attacked Skylar. In self-defense, Skylar ended up grabbing one of the knives from Rachel and stabbed her in the ankle, and she got up to run. But Sheila tackled her, stabbed Skylar in the knee, and kept on stabbing her over 50 times as Skylar screamed, why? So the pair attempted to bury Skylar, but eventually settled for just hiding the body under branches and leaves. They then walked back to the car, changed their clothes, cleaned off, and drove away. And when the police asked for the reason for the murder, Rachel simply responded, quote, we just didn't like her anymore. Then don't be her friend. Exactly. That's that's some premeditated shit, though. They drove across state lines. Oh, yeah. I bet you the family wouldn't even know if this girl hadn't confessed for, like, a long time. Exactly, yeah. Um, so the police charged Rachel with murder and had her take him to the site where they hid Skylar's body. Um, but because it was so snowy, Rachel could not remember the exact location that day. But finally, on January 16th, 2013, Skylar's body was officially recovered. Sheila, during this time, the one that did not confess, uh, was aware that Skylar's remains had been located but she attempted to keep up appearances on social media. She uploaded a picture with the three friends and a caption that read, quote, Rest easy, Skylar. You will always be my best friend. Later, a few months in May of 2013, Sheila tweeted, quote, We really did go on three. Possibly a sadistic nod towards the girl killing Skylar on the count of three. Well, what the heck else would it be? Yeah, yeah well, what else would it be? And finally, in May of 2013, just after posting that tweet, Sheila was arrested and charged with the murder of Skylar Niece. So I guess they were just getting evidence against her, or? Yeah, yeah, that whole time. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Um, both girls maintained that they killed Skylar simply because they did not like her and did not want to be her friend. However, Many actually speculate that Rachel and Sheila were sexually active with each other, and Skylar's the one that discovered this. Entries in Skylar's diary and the tweets she sent out the days before her death suggest that she knew these secrets and was willing to expose her friends. Which, Um, possible motive. Yeah, that makes more sense than, I just don't want to be her friend. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. It's still not a motive. Like, I mean, it's not like... Not worth killing someone over. It's not validation for killing someone, but that makes a whole lot more sense than, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. You are old enough to know that you do not have to talk to her. Exactly. You can very easily ostracize her in school and, like, (laughs) that would be fine. Just not talk to her. (laughs) That would not be fine, but, like. Uh, Yeah. You could easily just stop talking to her. Um, Sheila Eddie pled guilty to first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison on January 17th, 2014. 
She will be eligible for parole in 2029. Rachel Schoff pled guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 30 years in prison, and she will be eligible for parole in 2024. Both women are still currently incarcerated at the Lacken Correctional Center in Mason County, West Virginia. Following the senseless murder of Skylar, her mother and father have pushed to enact laws to help protect missing teenagers. And if you remember, an Amber Alert was not issued for Skylar because she didn't meet the criteria. Additionally, there was apparently a waiting period of 48 hours before the family could file a missing persons report on her. Because of this, a state 48 hours. What the hell is the 48 hours is like, we have a TV show about it. Yeah. The first 48. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because of this, a state legislator from the Nisa's family home district introduced a new law called Skyler's Law. And Skyler's Law allows for law enforcement to issue an immediate Amber Alert when any child is missing and in danger, regardless of whether or not the child is believed to have been kidnapped. In May of 2013, the bill was officially signed by the governor, making it officially a part of West Virginia's legislature. Additionally, the nieces have transformed the wooded area where their daughter's body was found into a memorial. Skylar's father was quoted as saying, quote, Something horrible happened here, but I want to take this horrible thing that happened here and try to turn it into something good. A place that people can come and remember Skylar and remember the good little girl that she was. End quote. And that's the murder of Skylar niece. Hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, so I was looking at some of their photos and you can tell, like, two of them are closer than the other one. Oh, yeah. And, like... I don't know if you saw, but there's photos of Rachel and Sheila in prison, and it's just like, you clearly have no remorse. Like, you they're just smiling. Just yeah, like, they don't care. Yeah, you don't care. So, yeah. Yeah, Skylar is always, like, on the outside, and the other two are always very close. Yep. And they, like, try to match as much as possible, those two. Mm-hmm. You can tell. And PSA, if you don't want to be friends with someone, just don't be friends with them. Yeah. Like, that's allowed. Yeah, it's allowed. Hey, I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah. You don't have to give a reason. You just say it's my life, and I don't want to be friends with you. And you move yeah. on. But anyway, Ugh. we hoped you enjoyed this um, heart-wrenching episode. Almost as bad as Family Annihilators. I hope your friends are better than these. Yeah. <laughs> and if not, we will be your friends, because we promise we will not murder you. Please send me a voice message. I know. I really want one, too. I know. (laughs) So anyway, we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye.